and welcome back to Growth Sessions. I'm your host, Tony Pavlakis, and today we're talking to my good friend, uh, Jason Calderon from Bonsai Buds. Welcome, Jason. Hey, Tony. How are we doing, bud? I'm not too bad, dude. Not too bad at all. Thanks for setting aside some time for me to talk a little bit about business here and what we do. Tell us a little bit about Bonsai, about yourself and Bonsai Buds and how you got into the business. So Bonsai, we are a full-scale cultivation facility and uh, processing in Exeter, Rhode Island. Cool. It's a 12-man crew. Uh, we operate about 5,000 square feet canopy. We can turn out about 100 pounds a month. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome, dude. And now, how many years have you guys been there? So we've been in business since 2017. So this is our fourth year. Fourth year growing? We are established in 2016, in the latter part of 2016. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so you've been going now for quite a few years. And then what, what kind of drove you into the market? What, what were the deciding factors? I've been involved with cannabis most of my life. You know, the obviously the beginning part of it, not knowing it, but uh, yep. you know, as I got older, you know, my mom, she was diagnosed with MS when, when I was very young and she was young. So, you know, obviously I grew up with her with MS and, you know, my understanding and seeing her, you know, I mean, obviously the disease is, is a horrible disease. And, but with her, she would have ups and downs and she would be, you know, bad. And then she would bounce back and be good. And then, yep. so, you know, I mean, that's kind of how I knew of it and understood it. But as I got older and got to see more of the things that she was involved with and trials and, you know, they don't have a lot of, uh, a lot of research. Well, per se on MS. They don't really know basically what it is. It's a multiple yep. of diseases. So as I got older and she was more involved with, you know, case studies and, and uh, trial drugs and stuff like that, I got to see a lot of different patients. And what I always noticed was most of them were in a lot worse shape than my mom. And I really, you know, couldn't figure it out. I was like, I, you know, I guess it's, she's just lucky, I guess. As I got older, and I started to learn more things, you know, I came across obviously cannabis. And at that time I could remember the smell. Yeah. But I, you know, as a kid, I didn't know what that smell was. I just knew it was a foreign smell. And then obviously as I got older, I, I found out what cannabis was. And then I associated it to the guy. I said, oh, I remember that smell. And I was like, that was a common smell. <laughs> that was a smell so, I was used to in my house. Exactly. So. I, uh, you know, I started doing a little bit more research on it, more research on it. And I started to follow some things that were going on in the cannabis industry and well, not, not the cannabis industry, but you know, the cannabis studies, because yep. it, there was no industry back then, no, it was, there wasn't. you know, completely illegal. It was even hard to research it. You know, it was like almost near impossible to get a research license to, to even research it. So Obviously, I started learning more. Then as I got into college, I started writing some papers on medical cannabis and because I got to see firsthand how it affected my mom. And the benefits and it probably gave her. It, well, I could see all these other people around her and the conditions they were in. And I could see her. And, and like I said, she was in much better condition and better shape than they were and, and she with some of them had had it much longer some you know shorter but a lot of them she had had it a lot longer than they had had it and you know she was 
Yeah. So it really, really started piquing my interest and I really got more involved with studying it, learning about it. And then it obviously came time to grow it and study it then more. Absolutely. And, and then they started a caregiver program. Well, they started a patient program in the state and I got my patient license. And then subsequently I ended up getting my caregiver license and helping out some other patients. My first patient was an MS patient. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I worked with him for like three or four years. And then, you know, I mean, I had, I think at my highest point, probably four, four patients that I was caregiving for back when you could do that. Yeah. And then they don't have that program anymore, right? They still do, but I think it's only a, a one caregiver per one patient and you have to assign them as your grower and then you can't grow for yourself anymore. Okay. As well. Like before you could, you know, as a patient, you could grow for yourself and you could also elect a caregiver that could also grow for you. Which was a great thing because everybody knows when you're beginning to learn this that not everybody can grow good off the, the rip. And a lot of times yeah. you have failed crops and things happen. And now what happens if you're a patient and that's all your meds and you just ruined your crop? Yeah. Now you're stuck. So yeah, yeah. that's why the caregiver program to me worked because your caregiver could have had that medicine for you and yeah. vice versa. If his isn't successful and yours is, the supply is there, you know, for you to be having all the medicine that you need. That's awesome. It's everybody that I talk to with on our podcast and even too in the industry and I'm floating around on the road. Everybody's got a story that's ties back to like a friend, a family, like someone that in this industry, how they kind of drove them to it. It's always goes back to that. It's never just want to get banged up. It's, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, see, I, I was never, I wasn't a smoker as a kid. I didn't, really start smoking cannabis until I think I tried it once in high school. I was an athlete, so I didn't really, I wasn't involved with it. And then when I got into college, I got reintroduced to it with a kid from up North from New Hampshire. And I was down South in Virginia where I went to school yep. and you know, they New Hampshire up there and those guys back then, they knew what they were doing. The wild and, West. Uh, yeah, and I got to uh, experience what real cannabis was. You know, yeah, it wasn't sure. more of that seed stem and uh, and a bud anymore. <laughs> you know, I think everybody had that when they were younger. Like I remember seeing the stuff back in when I was in high school, and you're like, "Oh, look at that! It's like this dried up, light brown looking gross stuff." <laughs> it's not it just weed does not look the same as it does. <laughs> no, not it's come a long way. Oh God, yeah, it has. Well, I mean, that's awesome. Thank you for your, the background of that. What is um. Like, how has technology helped you in, like, your business over the last five years? Technology's been huge. So, when I started off this venture, I approached an investor who was a friend and, you know, kind of laid it out to him. And after we were finished talking and, you know, we figured things out, we agreed that he would fund the project and, um, you know, gave me a budget. And okay. so, I had to set up the business and a business model with that budget in mind. And so when I started originally, there was Steph uh, and Norman and myself that, Holy uh, that started just the, three yeah, of you. just the three of us and we did everything. Oh my God. But I had to use technology to be able to set the facility up so that I could operate it 
on a, you know, a skeleton crew basically to get started mm -hmm. until we could generate some revenue. So there was things that we had to do to limit our overhead because if we initially spent the money up front, we wouldn't have it monthly in our overhead. So the plan was 100% all the way to go LED. Yep. And so that was the first thing we looked at. And obviously LED was a new market to the cannabis industry mm -hmm. in the sense that they finally came up with LED lights that could compete with an HID light yep. and would really spark the interest of, you know, true cultivars, cultivators. So that was like a huge driving factor in the business because I knew that we were going to cut our savings on electricity drastically and then also on our HVAC as well. Yeah. Which is, for sure. you know, two of, two of the, you know, larger expenses that you have in a cultivation facility or in any grow, you know? What do you see the energy savings you think has? I mean, is it like, so, it's not 50% or is so it? So basically, um, I'm saving about 40% on my electricity and about 60% on my HVAC. Holy cow. They just don't yeah. kick off the heat. Like, I mean, the, the heat load that comes off of like H, uh, HPSs and uh, CMHs is insane. Yeah, and I, I have my drivers directly in the room. And for me, it's beneficial because, you know, the cold nights and stuff here in New England yeah. helps to level off the room so that my HVAC systems aren't having to work overload to keep the atmosphere right. Yeah, I mean, you need it. And I think, too, sometimes in certain applications that, that heat load, I mean, we always talk about, like with our with our LED lighting, we're always talking about removing the heat from the room because it seems a lot of people just have just too much heat in the room. But in certain applications, it does, there is a little bit of a benefit, like you say. Absolutely. I mean, you know, especially with, which was a, a learning curve too with the LED lighting is I was accustomed to running my temperatures 70 to 75 degrees and my humidity, you know, 50 percent mm -hmm. and that was a great success for me with hid lighting and then when i got to leds it was a you know complete learning curve because it's a <laughs> it's a much different it's uh, a different growing it's a different it's growing a different style. Grow. We, we um, tell people that too like you have to kind of i tried to, to apply my same and i wasn't it wasn't, uh, I wasn't having the same health with my plants as I was accustomed to. So through that learning curve, I jumped the temps up, I jumped the humidity up and, uh, and then I got it dialed in and, and now, I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, when, when I've been to the facility, you run a very, a really nice clean shop. I mean, that's for sure. I mean, that's, it's one of those things you go in there. It's, it's uh, that's how everybody should be modeled after it really is just, it's just tight. We um, try, we try. <laughs> absolutely. What type of, um, on the energy savings, you said 40% on, uh, on electric and 60% on HVAC. Yep. Uh, with National Grid, I know that there's all these different style of contracts and rebates and things. What kind of, right now, like in the industry, what are you seeing as for rebates? Or like if you were to convert, someone had HVSs and they wanted to convert to LEDs. Or so if it's a, what, that other type of program where you're building it out and you say, this is what I would have to use for equivalent light. What, what do you see rebates coming at right now? So I'll tell you what, National Grid, as far as 
efficiency. They're top of the line. They have a ton of programs for a ton of different things. And you really just have to look. As far as, you know, like uh, switching over to LED lighting, the savings is, is tremendous. My first purchase, I was around 60%. Holy cow. And this latest one, about 40%. Still a big um, number. And, you know, it was the difference between a, a 600-watt driver and a 750-watt driver. Yep. Um, but so do you think you'll see, I mean, looking at it that way, okay, so you got 60% I've, back on one. I've already but- seen, I've already seen <laughs> the payback in the 150 watts. The 750-watt driver is the shit. <laughs> I actually, I already knew the answer to that one because Joe, I, I, Joe texted I, I, me the I other day. Actually, I was going to call you up soon and see if, <laughs> is there a way that I can dial those 600s up? Um, well, have to, I have to look at or do I, have to switch? <laughs> I actually can Joe I switch me like, over or what do I got to do? Cause I definitely want to yeah, uh, do that. I had some inside information from one of your head growers. <laughs> uh, he was texting me over the weekend, like, he's like, dude, what, what are these things? What did you guys put in those lights? I said, gasoline, maybe. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Is the whole room taken down yet? No, no, no. Are you kidding me? We get, we get about, uh, we've got, I think, six six plants down total so far. All right. Well, because I want to, I mean, maybe this week we can I can talk to you and I can swing by. <laughs> I yeah, you should see pop in pop in this week and check it out yeah because i he was saying that's he's never seen anything like it oh, <laughs> he dude, goes, it's, it's insane. ridiculous yeah. <laughs> he said it's absolutely insane he's like okay i'm sending you my plans for my facility yep. <laughs> i was like good we, that's what all i wanted to hear oh they're, they're, it's beast the 750 is beast yeah i mean you have to again he said even he said it, he goes you had to kind of dial it again it's you only increased 150 watts but you had to kind of figure it out a little bit but and and we still have to dial it in. We still we still are um, first full run dimmers. We're using yes. the dimmers, and we're you know we're gradually building up to that hundred percent, and yeah, then and dialing it down as we finishing off. Yeah, he said it's he hasn't seen anything like this before, <laughs> which is awesome. I love it. Yeah. And, well, and too, like that goes back to like just a couple things. So you're getting rebates back from National Grid. You're right. getting all so, sorts of money for that. A, a, and light, then, a light that costs you a thousand bucks, you get yep. your rebate back. It, it's costing you like six hundred bucks for that light. And then the energy savings on top of it. If you're now you're saving thirty percent energy, you're saving, you're saving like sixty percent on your HVAC a month. Oh my god! Okay, and you're saving about forty percent on your electricity. Forty percent on your electricity, dude, is stupid. Yeah, that's especially that's especially when you're looking at my electricity bills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Well, you mentioned the the other day when we were talking that there's some big incentives too for like cogen and stuff. I mean, is there is that still going on right now? Like, if someone was to have generator service on, on the system or no? Yeah, they do. I can't give the full details on that one. Okay, yet, no worries. Um, because uh, I'm getting, I they do have the plan. I have both. They have two different and they did two different plans. I'm just figuring getting all the details because sure, of no uh, just because of the way our meters are set up at our place. They're trying to make sure that we can qualify for it. Okay. So once I get all those details, I'll have all those details. But yes, a hundred percent, they do have a generator program too, where they will pay you money to go off the grid and on off the grid. In the industry, what do you see other savings that people are looking into? I think this is one of the biggest ones. I mean, it's 
those are your biggest spends when i when i'm talking to people like with led lighting because that's a big spend but also to a big energy use the hvsc and the dhu do you see is are, are they tying rebates and are they tying stuff to just like efficiencies like of like your water systems or your water pumps or i mean i don't know so yeah i mean they have rebates for everything i mean if you put an economizer system in on your um on your hvac system what's an economizer so economizer will te- essentially take um in the winter time up here in New England, you know, it gets cold in the winter. So instead of running AC, you know, ambient AC throughout okay. the entire winter, you essentially, you bypass the condenser and you're drawing the air from the outside, from the cool air. Interesting. Obviously, through a filtration yeah, system. Yeah, filtration, yep. But you're using the outside cool air as your AC air. Okay. And then obviously, you know, you, you run it the same way you exhaust out and, uh, and it operates the same way as an HVAC system would operate, except you're not using the condenser, you're using the outside air. So even, I mean, you're not running the condenser at all and you're getting the cooling through the winter. So imagine what the savings is on that. Yeah, that, that would be big. I mean, yeah, yeah. especially well, on certain days, like you say, it's going to have to, it comes through filtered and goes through a process, but then they have to figure out like what the temperature coming in and if it all makes sense. That's amazing. That's so cool, dude. I mean, there's some, there's just so many big savings and like energy efficiency and rebates out there that people they just need to know that they have to take advantage of it. I mean, t- take it that's now the, you that's can. That's the biggest thing. I've talked to, I've talked to other cultivators, and I'm, I'm just like, yeah, did you get the rebates? And they're like, no, no. I'm like, what are you doing? I don't understand. Like, it's, they, money. it's a lot of money. Like, first time I I bought LEDs. And this was before TSR Grow. I spent seventy-two thousand on lights, my first round of lights. Holy cow! And National Grid gave me a check for thirty-two thousand. Holy cow! Just because they know the efficiencies. Yeah, and then I got the TSRs with you guys. My first round was like sixty thousand or something like that. that. And I got back like twenty-four thousand. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's and a then this chunk. this latest round was uh, what was that one? That was a little bit. That was about about the same, but you got a little bit less back because we went yes, up, because it went because up. They did it on the wattage. Yeah, because I, I I'm getting a sixteen thousand back. Yeah, but that um, was we know that <laughs> the end result is 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 what we're looking at. Exactly. Exactly. So that's awesome. That's totally great. Well, Jay, I mean, thanks so much for coming on the show. This is great. I mean, I try to keep these short and sweet and just to talk a little bit about rebates and about your, you know, how you got into the industry and stuff, but I'd love to have you back on at some point, but I mean, just want to thank you. And this has been great. I mean, and if you think of anything else you want to talk about, I, we, we love having you on. All right, brother. Thanks, Tony. Good to talk to you. All right, Jay. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Take it easy. All right. Take care. Right. Bye. Right. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Grow Sessions. This podcast is brought to you by TSR Grow. I hope you learned something today. If you have any questions you'd like answered, please feel free to reach out to us through our social media channels or via our website, www.tsrgrow.com. Please don't forget to share this podcast and remember, keep cultivating.